Welcome to the Austin Action Fest podcast. We focus on filmmaking from idea to distribution and everything in between. We focus on you getting your project in the can and for the world to see. Thank you for listening to the Austin Action Fest podcast. Now let's get cracking. Simple so. All right, we're recording. The general idea is we're going to welcome you to the to the panel. Uh, get in there a couple minutes early, 15 minutes early. Uh, we'll run through some of your basic questions just so people don't know who you are. Get to tell them why you're important, why they should listen, what kind of wisdom you've got to drop on them, how you've been in the church, right? right? Um, so that's really the general, the, the beginning. And one thing we've been trying to tell everybody is that this can go a couple of ways, right? So your main thing is film financing. So you are more knowledgeable on that than I'm going to be or Keisha's going to be. So, like, if you want to grab the mic mm-hmm. and just start teaching and go, that's perfectly fine. Like, we don't got a problem with that. Otherwise, we'll be asking questions to do more of a conversation and we'll move it along. But, like, if, you, if you've got, like, some insight that we just, mm-hmm. like, some stuff okay. we don't know about, get, get in there and just, just take, take it away. I'm fine with that. Uh, well, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one of those guys that wants to talk all the time. So, I guess I'll start the conversation and then I'll hand it off. And then if you guys, want, you guys get to a point where, you know, there's a question or you want to tee something up for me to kind of throw me a lob, then I'll come in and slam it and kind of finish it off or something. And there's all adults here. So, like, you don't have to be – like, we've had some people who are like, well, what can I say? We've had people drag their distributors on, on these things. I'm like, hey, man, if you're comfortable telling the truth about what happened to you with specific distributors – that's your business. Just know that we're going to air this, right? So don't say anything you yeah. repeat later. Uh, but you get to say whatever you want to say and be as raw as you want mm-hmm. to be. And I know we've only invited people who are actually in the trenches. So our people want to hear what it's really like. And sometimes they need to hear the things that are scary. They need to hear what well, well, work out, I, all of that. Just, ab- absolutely. You know, I'm. Um, it's funny, funny you should mention, like, like two weeks ago, I got, I got into a huge argument with uh, Epic Pictures. I won't go into details on that, but I could talk about, like, the fundamental the base of the argument. I, I won the argument over it because, you know, it was a contractual dispute that I had to go by, you know, with the illegal team and, and outline where they were wrong. And, you know, I ended up winning the argument. But it's still an ongoing thing. But, but yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I definitely could talk about the, the, the pains of distribution and, and, and the ugly part of producing. And it'd be cool because we got like this year, actually, we're saying like COVID was cost everybody some money. It cost me like, I lost like five grand in March alone, just off jump the moment they shut stuff down. Um, but for the sake of Austin Action Fest, like we've got the best setup of panelists like available that we could have, people we didn't think we were going to get, we got. So we got Seed Spark sponsoring Final Draft. Um, any programs, whatever you use, especially if you've used Cedar Spark or Final Draft, feel free to shine all over them as much as you like. Um, we got them, Shoplister, all these different companies jumped in. Uh, Seed and Spark's going to be doing different trainings with us over the course of the year later. Um, so we're going to try to keep that relationship going for distribution and crowdfunding. Um, it's just a, it's a whole lot of different things that we're going to be able to offer this year and ongoing on the educational side of what we're doing. Um, so Daniel, I know there's a question you would like to ask, so I'm going to go ahead and 
hand it off to you. Oh, what are you talking about? Um, well, I don't. I didn't necessarily follow exactly what you just said with that, so I'll just go where I was going to go. So. Mm -hmm. Eric, we have been talking as a group that we want to continue doing things throughout the year. We don't want to just wait till a festival um, to, to have conversations and inform and educate people um, inter and entertain. So the uh, question would be, we would really like to ha have you in different conversations throughout the year. And we can come up with what that would look like. But if you're interested or willing, we would love to have you be a part of that as we move forward. No, of course, I'll, I'll support you. I mean, the, the the only thing I have coming up right now, you know, I got, I got a couple. I, I already started filming the TV show for the year. I, I, I just got back from Sacramento, like, like, like right before the, the, the screen. And I'm in Georgia, you know, on the 15th of this month. And, and then um, I'm in Pennsylvania at the end of this month. So it's like I, I'm going to be zigzagging. You know, it's probably going to be a little bit longer than 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 normal so like as long as um you know if we could do this virtual stuff it's too, it's too easy yeah, yeah, yeah we're talking time. about virtual yeah we're, yeah, we're okay, talking yeah. virtual yeah 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 we're yeah. gonna keep it keep if, this if, going yeah <laughs> if we do that if we do that and then, then i can plan around it then then you know we're good to go and the, 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 okay. only, the only time i think I, I'm, I'm gonna be we're shooting a video in malibu in august and, and that yeah. one's gonna be where, where I, I have to be engaged you know i, I have to be present all other stuff I, I can i can be like you know I, I can walk away and let someone else you know kind of do like supervise like a like a music video or like a whole like movie or something in Malibu. Nah, a, a music video, um, a big music video, and and then um, um, where we're also launching a swimsuit line, you know, so a whole bunch of you know uh, photo shoots and stuff, and you know, so okay. like, yeah. That's no, you ain't doing you, you you ain't doing anything, man. You can pass by Malibu if you want to. Right, I'll pass by Malibu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, can pass, you can pass by, have some fun. I will pass out drinks on the set and bricks. I'll do that. We can work this well, out. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him and see if we can do a fight sequence. And see if I can bring you. I can bring you in for that. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk to him. You know. Can I bring the white kid and dog? You bring the white kid and dog. <laughs> ben, is that what you meant? Is that what you meant? By the way, what I was asking him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to check no, with you, make sure. Because we got a lot of really cool people who have like. I don't want to hear from dudes that aren't shooting films anymore. Not on the, they don't know what it's like on the set. And so Not we got people okay. like Eric and people like Jennifer and we have, you know, Alex Ferraris who are still active. You know what I mean? Like Alex doesn't just have a podcast. He has a, he has a channel, but he also is out there as a filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. We want these people talking to the people who are like us, like me now, but also people when I first started, where I didn't know anything at all, uh, you know, how to dodge some of these pitfalls that people fall into, so. Absolutely, no, I, and I, I'm, I've been saying this same thing recently too, man. It's like um, going back to, you know, when we look back at your journey, there are tons of people I knew, like when I first started this, like eight years ago, and they're still trying to track down their first film. There's still, you know, a lot of people I know that, that haven't really got anything off the ground. And, and I, I wasted a lot of time in meetings with these cats, listening to them talk about crazy crap. And, and then, you know, they haven't done anything, you know, so I'm with you on that. You know, it's just like, you got to guard the interest of your mind, you know, because a lot of times people, people, you know, talking nonsense. That, that well, wow. Also, um, anything you have coming up that you want to talk about and promote, like, obviously we can't turn the whole thing into a pitch fest, but like make reference to things you got coming up. Like there's gonna be a lot of people coming to these events. 
uh, hopefully to see them. We're going to be running these constantly and putting some promotional money behind it to get more vision, visibility to it. So okay. like, if, you, if you're writing a book, mention the book. If you got a couple of projects coming out, mention the projects. Like, go, I mean, we don't have a, like, mm -hmm. this is supposed to be beneficial for everybody involved. So, like, go for it. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and something, too, you know, you know, the plugs are always great, you know. I think if it's something online and we can follow up with a trailer or something like that, it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, like, our, our Hoarders trailer just, just got, um, we're supposed to go public with that in, like, another two weeks. So, that'd be cool to kind of show some of, some of the reality stuff. And then uh, if you get to the point to where, you know, you guys are looking for sponsors, and if it's like a grand or something like that to help you guys out, you know, cover some costs, I can probably work, work out a deal, something like that with my team. You know, you throw a logo up for us or something like that, you know. Let me, let me help you out. And head, you need to ask that question. Independent filmmaker. Yeah. We're yeah. looking for sponsors. All the okay, time. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think, so I, I, I think, I think we'll be able to work something out there. Because um, we put up... Um, about about a, a grand already for um gtx you okay. know and stuff so so you know i i think i'd definitely do it for you you know i, I still be tell i still be thinking about you driving off in the in, in the white convertible <laughs> man I, I, that was like one of the most stoic fucking everyone's in there complaining because it's a 14-hour day and, and you know everyone's fucking bitching over there magic is leading the revolution too by the way he's a union steward and they're mobilizing hey, hey listen you know it, 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 here's what the law rubric says they're coming to get me and i see ben is waving at me Driving off, man, <laughs> convertible, <laughs> and and and, it made, and and I made it all worth it, man. I was like, yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I got you. I got you back, brother. Don't worry. No, we appreciate that, man. Like, and anything we can do to help anything anybody is doing. Like, I don't know if you guys ever catch like Ballista Blade, like we like that book Realisms that they came out with, Kelly uh, mm -hmm. and, and Christine. Yeah. Like, I bought a copy and shared it on my Facebook, shared it on Ballistic Blaze. Like, we're sharing other people's videos in our competition, I guess you can call it. I'm like, like we want to help other film festivals, GTX, all those sorts of things. Like, we want to help. And so, however we can reasonably help other people, please don't hesitate to hit us up. Even if it's like, hey, man, we don't got enough sponsors at our event. Can you just come be there and look? <laughs> and just be there to be a sponsor and help us pack the place out a bit. Ah, call us. Let us know. We'll do whatever. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. And, and one thing we're doing, too, is we're doing the Big Pitch initiative where we're going to be looking for, for um, you know, filmmakers, minority filmmakers in, in various regions. I think it's going to start in Seattle first. But eventually, after they, they go through around there, I think the next quarter, you know, they'll probably be here in Texas. Mm -hmm. And it will be one filmmaker they'll look and, and, and I think the, what we're going to do is put some money in development behind a project that they have. Copy. Copy. Yeah. Who's, it, who's we? Is this uh, an TLG and have not or is this uh, another uh, aspect? Well, have not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dissolve here, here okay. probably later, later this fiscal year. So it's TLG, TLG Motion Pictures is, okay. is, is pretty much doing this. And, and um, 
there's been a little bit of publicity on it and stuff like that, you okay. know, um, social media. But but yeah, that's something. It, it won't be it won't be enough to finance a film, but it'd be it'd be enough to, to maybe get a sizzle shot or t- a trailer or something and and go through development cost to to get a budget and, and everything you need to actually you know go after investment. No, that's awesome. And the reason why some of that is really awesome is because like with Seed and Spark, that's one of the things we're trying to help people. They have a thing where they want to counsel with people on actually getting their crowdfunding up so that might be you know some starter funds do a little bit you have your seed and spark combine it with that you have enough to do what you got to do but one of the mm-hmm. things you mentioned was interesting um it's not really my forte i know it works for ballistic blade but i'm not a person who could evaluate your pitch right i know if you interest me but that's very different from an industry standard thing but having people like you or jennifer maybe offer people the opportunity to pitch you to make a project because you're a producer which you're the person that our short filmmakers and our screenplay uh, writers you're the people that they want to meet like they don't want to meet me they want to meet guys like you that can get their stuff done like start to finish right so we were thinking about having like some sort of a pitch competition next year or something of that nature um we thought that might be interesting. That, and we also need some more people who break down and uh, do actual script analysis. Uh, we we want to offer that to some of these screenplay writers that are submitting, because that's not my forte. Uh, so those are the two things I think we could do some more stuff collaboratively moving forward as well. Okay, that sounds good, yeah. Definitely, do you think I, you could I mean, also be a mentor? Yeah, it depends on the person, to be honest with you, man. You know, it's just like, you get some people that are knuckleheads and, and you know, I'm, I, I already got two knuckleheads, you know, that, that, that I'm obligated <laughs> to, you know, so like, I, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, beat my head against that wall than, than, than find some people that, you know, know it all. So, so if someone that wants to really learn and stuff, you know, and, and I can help them, I'm down for that. But if it's someone that, that is like, you know, I, I hate to be this way. I mean, some, some people just, just aren't good, man, you know, and they're not going to be good. And it's just like, you know, you, you can't really, you know, waste your time trying to convince them and, that this is a, this is the better way to do this or right way to do this and stuff. I don't know if it's bad that I laughed at that, but um, I can. It some people are just not going to be successful in the world of film. Maybe they don't have the, the proper emotional makeup to to deal with the stress and the uncertainty of what we do. Some people just don't have the acumen, and it's fine. And uh, you have to figure out where you're good at and where you're not good at. Like I, I had to learn from doing all these different parts of film, like y'all suck bad at these things over here. I'm not the guy for that. But if you need like a general idea, a first draft of a screenplay or some fight choreography, I'll put focus, I'll do that stuff. But all the, some of the other things are like administrative, I'm absolutely not the guy. This is why I love Danielle and uh, Keisha the most, because literally, I hate all of the paperwork and stuff. Like, I'm not going to do I got to a point where I was like, I'll pay someone to do it. I'm not going to do it. Because if I do it, it's not going to be good anywhere. It's a waste of my time. So I suck. Hey, better at that. I'm, hey, dude, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, you, you, you got to know what you're good at. And, and you got to understand that there's a dip in everything new you do. If you, if you don't have time to, to, to really go through the full dip and come out of it, like, you know, better. It's kind of suck for a little while and work on your craft and get good at it. You know, you just got to be real. Like, hey, I don't, it's not it's not worth it for me to get good at this. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get someone else to help me, and and then you know, and then from there, you know, you you could be better, you know, at what you're good at, 
and exactly. that's how it works and stuff. You know, so I'm, not, I'm definitely there with you, man. So, no, but yeah, I have no problem mentoring and stuff. You know, and and, and you know, see what I can do to, to pay it for it. Honestly, I was talking to someone. You know, I, I had to do an interview like a while ago, and the funny thing is, the way I learned a lot about distribution was I had mentors, man. I, I had I used to show up to LA, you know, distribution houses, you know, once they gave me meetings with like a hundred dollar bottle of scotch. I say, like, hey, here you go, buddy. <laughs> You know, he's just a bottle of scotch and, and, and take you out. And, and they would look at yeah. me and, and dude, I, I didn't know shit. I, I couldn't find my ass with two hands. And, and but um, the fact oh, that's that I was sad, willing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, fact that, the fact that I was willing to show up there and listen, <laughs> they pour themselves a drink. They, they would take a, they take a little drink and roll their eyes. Okay. Tell me, it's like, just, just when they got tired of hearing enough. Okay. Here's how this works. <laughs> and they would just break it down to me. But like, I, I had to do that, you know, and, and, and I had to listen. I had to shut up and listen and say, okay, this is how this works. And, and you, but, you know, but, but if it wasn't for those people willing to mentor me, you know, however, you know, what way I convinced them, but, but it's like, you know, those mentors saved me years of, years of heartache, you know? So I definitely think that's a good thing, paying it forward. Gotcha. Maybe we, we evaluate what a what that looks like, you know, and perhaps it's a, a group of people that are they pay to help fund what we're doing into a space. Um, and maybe they don't depends on what it is. And um, maybe it's not necessarily a one on one. Maybe it's a class mentorship. That's uh, six, uh, six weeks class. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So. Mm -hmm. No, no, yeah. Um, I, I, I think on his last feature, you know, my, my, my kung fu as the director really came together, man. You know, and and, um, you know, and and uh, I felt really, really like, you know, like my style, everything, just like dialed in, it, and it was just like all the all the the anguish from from death room and stuff like that. <laughs> like, just, just, just like, you know. I was like, yeah, I don't know who that guy was back there, but 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 it came together in a good way. So so, I think I think that you know something in that space, you know, me because it helps me with my craft, you know, being able to explain some of the reasons why you do things. It helps me stay sharp with the directing. So I'd definitely be be down to help with that kind of stuff, you know, in terms of people that are looking to, to point a camera somewhere and, and tell a story. You know, I, I'd be interested in that. And I think it's amazing that you know with film, a lot of people don't realize how much failing forward and i'm like really candid about to my my story with people i'm like hey man i can show you and i'm tempted to do a thing uh i got this like the heckler's corner and show people i'm gonna critique my own project and i'm gonna show you how not good i was at what i did um mm -hmm. because the first three or four years i was literally just trying not to be terrible i wasn't worried about making anything good I wanted something that my friends would not insult me on, on the internet. <laughs> that was my only goal, to not embarrass myself. After like four or five, I started getting a project here, a thing here, a thing there, where I started to see like, okay, I'm really good at this, and I'm better than other people at this. I'm not strong here. Then starting to do more and more of that in each individual project. And so, I learned a lot of stuff through failure. Like I, 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 the first time I pulled focus, I almost got fired. Like, cause they put me in a feature film and we're using all this crazy equipment and the dude, this so what? The dudes are all Vietnamese. So I was on a, on a crew with nothing but people who primarily spoke Vietnamese. And there were three Americans, crew like 50 people. 
right? So the D, the dude, the camera guy is just running around, just doing what he wants. Like you don't know where he's pointing the camera. They weren't doing any rehearsals. I had no <laughs> some is eyeballing focus, and he's not doing simple shots. He's not doing hold steady. They walk in the frame, do this. this. It's not like that. It's like, yo, they're gonna be walking along the hallway. We're gonna track them at an angle. Then we're gonna have you rack to the background and then come back to this dude's face for the close-up as he moves. It's like, yo, I don't know what's happening. So the first two days, James was there. First two days, straight stressful. Until <laughs> I realized, I was like, yo, man, I need a rehearsal. I gotta know where we're going. I gotta know. I didn't even know enough to ask for the rehearsal. I thought that I, this is what they just did. Cause I was so used to being a camera op by myself and pulling focus myself. I never uh -huh. had anybody pull my focus. So I didn't know how it worked. So then we start getting out there and I start figuring out and I can change the, the, the settings on the, on the record, on the uh, focus puller to match what I need, like getting comfortable. And then also just yelling at people when they wouldn't do what I wanted them to do. It was, mm -hmm. it, got, it got to be like after day two, and I started enforcing what I needed to be able to do my job better. Then I was mm -hmm. great. It was golden. But absolutely, like, it was stressful. So I had to fail my way forward and look like an idiot because we were reshooting things three or four times because it's my fault. Mm -hmm. But I, I hey, but, but, but the, the, there, there's power in, in failing fast, man. Mm. A, a yeah. lot of people think that you know people are naturals or people like those people usually are people that can fail fast and make adjustments and and no at, at a speed where no one really notices unless people are really <laughs> paying attention you know like no one almost no one saw that yep. <laughs> and you're like no I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you no, chill's been on a couple projects like that like we've been on some stuff and he was like we're doing something and like nothing i planned was going the way i meant for it to go and i was like gotta pivot he was like what and i was like that I'm pivoting. We're gonna figure. Okay, that guy didn't show up. Cool. So we're gonna have to combine his fight choreography with his other dude's fight choreography. So I guess you're a vampire now, and this dude's now this dude's Frankenstein. Okay, great. We'll make we'll make this work some kind uh -huh. of way. We put this together. All I remember that last project. You know, people that that with the wrong set walked off set without saying anything. What did we do? It was amazing. It was an amazing. It was an amazing time. I think I was supposed to be like a background character. Then I was like, the you were you, by the end of the project. I was like, wait, what? Who am I yeah, again? You had nothing to do with what I wrote. <laughs> nothing to do with what I wrote. It's 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 who showed up on the set, and you go from there. It's all of us is problem solving. That's it. It was crazy, but I mean, that's half the half the thing is putting out the fires. So, yeah, man, it's. I think we're going to have a fun time trying to explain to people over the next couple of years, like filmmaking is failing forward. You never learn enough. There's always new stuff to learn. Mm -hmm. You're always going to somebody else's project that's amazing and you wish you could have done it that way and then you get your shot and you'll probably jam some stuff up a couple of times so you <clears> can <throat> figure that out. It's Absolutely. Just but we're taught in life that you can't afford to fail. And I think that's where a lot of the danger comes from. We're taught to be uh, independent and do it all yourself and that you can't afford to fail. And in filmmaking, you cannot do it independently. You need a team. Absolutely. You're going to fail all the time. Oh, yeah. I fell, fell several times in, in, in a day, sometimes in an hour.
You know, <laughs> in the, you're absolutely right. No, it's good. It's, it's good stuff, man. I, I I think overall, you know, anyone that's serious, you know, about being a filmmaking, uh, being a filmmaker or about filmmaking, you know, it is it, going to need this kind of you know opportunity, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I, I I remember there was this festival I went to years ago. Um, it was called it was a Hollywood Black Film Festival. It was it was like maybe 2014 or something like that. I went there and I remember I said I said on every panel, I met um, tell you some funny shit. I met Lena Waite, um, yeah. the, the woman that writes Chi. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the shy. I, 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 I still have her email, you know. Since she gave me her email. I, I sat down, I talked to her, and I was talking to her about this and this, and, and, and she, she was, she was, you know, had such swagger too, man. I'm sitting there, hey, what's up, man? And she had just finished doing Dear White People, and she was blowing up, you know, and stuff like that. And I remember I was, I was politic, I caught her after one of the panels, and was like, hey, you know, what's up, man? How are you doing this? What, what's your style? This and this and this. And how do you, how do you come up with your writing? I said I'm doing this and this. Is that the right thing? Or are you guys doing something? I had a conversation with just me and her That's talking, nice. and, and I'll never forget. You know, she talked about this is what all, we all do it that way. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm doing it the right way. Sometimes you need someone to kind of tell you because you're by yourself yeah. in a room with a blank page, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you don't know if you're mm-hmm. doing anything right. No one's calling you. You're like, damn, mm-hmm. you know, and nothing happened. <laughs> and, and am I doing this the right way? And I remember talking to her. And um, and realizing, yeah, you know, maybe I am doing this the right way, you know, and, and super cool. And, and then there were there were a whole bunch of panels like that where finance people came and talked to us, and and you know, really, really like you know, help. And, and I, I kind of I made a joke about it, like I, I went there as a screenwriter, I left there as a filmmaker, you know, because I knew so much more, you know, when I when I came out of there, you know. But so I I, th- I think these things for the people that are hungry for it, you know, it's cool. I, and 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 I think that the the big challenge is figuring out. Who are those people that are hungry for it versus the people that are distractions? Because some people don't really come into these things to, to learn, you know, and or, 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 or get better. They come in there kind of like, you know, like that person that goes to the ball court, they ain't really looking to play ball, you know, because he's going to talk shit to everybody there. You know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, sit down there. I got next, you know, and, and, and talk yeah. about everyone that's falling down, everyone that missed a basket, yeah. how he's better than them. And, and yeah. uh, you, you're going to play nine, play you guys are scrubs, you know, so up there. Yeah. <laughs> on the sidelines with a new with a fresh pair of jays, yeah, yeah, and like Un- and a superstar, no scuffs, yeah, no scuffs. It's too good to too good to play with everybody, you know. Yeah. And and you know, so so th- those are the kind of people, you know. I think that you just and these kind of opportunities, you got to make sure you know you don't give them too much bandwidth or too much, you know, uh, too big of a voice to where it hurts those people that are that want to ask questions but they're scared because someone's gonna you know make fun of them and and things like that, you know. So yeah. you gotta, that's you my two be- cents. Hey, Eric. What do you think is one of the or the number one mistake that like beginner filmmakers make? Hmm. There's so many of them, man. To be honest with you, it's 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 like if if, if I think I think that the first the first thing beginning filmmakers make uh, they don't put enough time into the script. You know, everything starts mm-hmm. with a script. Okay. They run around and and then. They don't do enough table reads. They don't do enough, you know, enough drafts, and mm. and you know it's hard to explain what it means. Like when you, when you get to someone that's really good at filmmaking, someone someone that that's, that's that's serious, the conversation changes. I mean, and and the script becomes like something where they'll listen to you, they'll listen to you, half listen to you, and 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 these people are super sharp. Like when you go, like if if you get a meeting with a Netflix exec, they'll blow you how sharp they are. They'll be like, boom. 
like like genius level. It's like you'll, you'll talk to them and quick, they'll listen to you in seconds while you talk to them. This means that. Right, I got it. Boom, boom, boom. And, and they'll, they'll go through so much stuff to where you're like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And the same thing with, with producers, people that are actually making, people that have the ability to green light one of your films, they, that, that's where it starts. And you can be, you can have a, some film underneath your belt. And, and I've seen this, like this, this guy, I produced a film for him and he wrote his first draft. I'll give you an example. And I said, dude, before he gives anyone, let me read it first, man. He goes, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna say my first draft down. I got all these awards in the last film. People are, people are dying to read this, this, this. I said, dude, if you've seen your first draft down, it's not good. No one's gonna read your second one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and I tried to explain that to him and he still sends it out. Then like, like two, three months later, he's coming back to me, hey, hey, Eric, you know, can you give me some notes? I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll give you notes in your first draft. I read the first 30 pages and I stopped because, you know, it wasn't ready yet. But mm-hmm. here's his notes in the first 30 pages, you know, and he goes, well, and he's like, he's like on his fifth draft now. And, and, and I know him and he's my friend and I'm not even going to read a second draft or third draft. I mean, <laughs> so, so I, I'm, I'm going to tell you that's, that's how it is. It's like, you know, one, once you come out and read that the first time, that shows me that, you know, you don't listen, number one. Number two, you're not taking this serious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that, okay, I learned, and it's, like, and it's like six months later, you want me to read it? No, dude, I'm sorry. Like, now, you better come to me now and have some money. Eric, I got some money. <laughs> I said, can, can you read it? So not, not Eric, read this. Be inspired and help me find money. <laughs> I'm, not inspired. I'm not inspired now. So, so, so I, I think filmmakers make that mistake. And, and, and so... What I'll see is like, um, I'll give you an example. So I'll be, this film we just finished, um, The Place We Hide. Mm-hmm. And a guy that's doing post on it, right? Yeah. Doing big films, doing Bruce Willis films, this and this. Okay. Him and I, we worked on some, some TV together, this and this, so we'll shoot the breeze. He's a director too, but he's running post. So like he's, he's a left, right brain person. I'm a left, right brain person. I'm, I'm running post over here on my TV show. So we talking, this and this. And he goes, so Eric, what are you going to do next? Well, I got two films I'm, I'm thinking about doing, man. This and this. I said, well, I tell him a little bit about it. He goes, that sounds interesting, man. You mind if I check out the script? And I'm like, sure, man. Check it out. And then, and then so like, so now here's another thing, you know. So now you, you have a person that might be a director like you, might be a writer mm-hmm. like you, might, might, but also producing too. Mm-hmm. So now you have to convince them that whatever you're doing is better than what they're doing. How many and, times and, and, we've had that argument, like, like especially Edwin, one of my business partners, people will always pitch him these crazy ideas, like first time filmmakers. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's a lot. I don't know if I can help you with that one. And they're like, oh, there's this big involved thing with 40 people and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, if I was going to do all that, I just do one of the other projects that we don't think we're ready to do that we already have written. Mm-hmm. Why would I take no, time I, out of my thing to do your thing for free? Dude, that, that's exactly it. And, and, and so then that, that's half the conversation now, right? But, but then it becomes like, well, if I, your last film Eric you did was hot, we dug it and it was, and, and it was a, a serious piece, you know? And, and, so what do you got next? You know, maybe we want to be a part of that. So, so that, that's how, so that's how it evolves. So, this, so then yeah. now, okay, I'm looking at these two projects next. This one is a bigger budget that, you know, I want to start working quietly to get together, but it could take me a year or two to get together. Mm-hmm. But I know I can do this one next year in 2021. I can raise the money for this one. 
So the first thing he does, and I'm, I shit you not, and this is how I am too, man. You know, so I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. The first thing he does, because it's exactly what I would do, you send me a script, and if I actually send it to me and I know you, I'm going to read the first 10 pages. Like, like, like almost immediately, probably within like the, like the next two, three hours. I'll open it up. I'll read the first page to see how, okay, how does he make this introduction? How, how, how she handled this? Then I'll read 10 pages. And if like the first page is good, I want to see if, you, if it's a fluke. And, if you, can get, <laughs> and if, you can, if you can nail the first 10 pages, that, that tells me, okay, the script might be, this person is good. And even if the rest, the rest kind of sucks, I still know you're, you're good enough to, to, to do a rewrite or, or good enough to get it to a point to where it's good. Mm-hmm. If the first 10 pages suck, then you're probably not good. I mean, and, and, and I could be wrong. But but the probability is on my side, you know, and, and I don't have I have a finite amount of time. So so this guy, what do you think he did? First ten pages. Mm. Call me. Call me. Eric, I read the first ten pages, man. And a little little bit of little, little bit of silence and the... thought my script was gonna suck, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to him. And he laughed. He goes, he laughed. He goes, no, no, listen, you know, this, 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 is, this is really good. I always want to see how a person can handle a script. You know, that's the first mm-hmm. thing I check for. You handle your script well. Very, very, very easy to read. Flows really nice. It's, it's, it's a good job. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep reading. No. Cole told me that. But, and, 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 you know. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, so I, don't make us I, mess that up. No, I learned that from, I learned that from, uh, friend of mine and Robert at his stunts and he was sad before I, I was not sad but he was sad and so he was telling me about when he was work when he was already hired to a project but he was seeing a coordinator he's a very well-known stunt coordinator watching other people's reels and he was like Ben you got he's like Nina you got to change your your whole uh actually he calls me B he's like B you got to change your whole reel you got to shorten it up like, what do you mean he said he said, this dude's not watching more than 30 seconds, maximum 60 seconds of your stunt room. Period. He said, so it needs to start off immediately strong. It should not be more than 60 seconds. Any more than that is just it's a waste of your time. I said, wow, okay. And so I didn't know that. So I had to go retool every reel I had because of what he said. The people, like, and even myself, sometimes I get hit with so many different people asking me to do stuff. I don't have time to read every screenplay that someone wants me to shoot or everything that they want me to do. Specifically if I don't know you. You know what I mean? Like I you gotta you gotta you gotta hit you gotta hit me with the strength like dead on right from jump. But one of the things I saw actually Keisha that created this festival, another impetus, it was the Emily Best, it was the Duplass Calvary's not coming speech. <laughs> All the indie film hustle about how basically distribution sucks a lot and people will try to screw you and ha- have a backup plan. Uh, have your have your no no business side of the business. Um, but there was something I saw when I went to one of the South by Southwest. Two lessons I learned from one of the South by Southwest events. My brother had a platinum pass. And so he always did the volunteer to get the platinum pass. He kept begging me to come down there, begging me to come down there. He's also one of my business partners. So I show up, you know, I'm, I got my logo stuff on or whatever. And we're talking to these tech guys at a tech party. And some 
after the drinks flow, people are really friendly. And uh, mm -hmm. talking to this dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like a little regular film pass because I had volunteered at um, Austin School of Film, which is a great place. They also sponsored some of our events. Um, I donated time there, trained with some of the kids. I love working with children. And so uh, because I helped with one of their like 48-hour projects or whatever, because of that, I had a pass to do the, to do the, the festival. Well, I was like, yeah, man, maybe next year I get a pass and I'll go to the, you have the full pass so I can get into everything. And he's like, oh, you need a pass? I was like, yeah. You know, regular, Randall, again, color is not important, but in this instance, in this climate, I'm going to note it. Random white guy. He said, oh, you need a pass? I was like, yeah. He's okay, yeah, shoot me, shoot me an email, I'll get you a pass. And I'm like, yeah, right, man, this man had way too many rum and cokes. I am not going to be getting any email from this man. The next day at like 7.30 in the morning, I get a notification to dredic at ballisticblade.com. And lo and behold, it is a it is a promo code to a South by Southwest Pass, which retails at $1,395. So I get that pass and go to South by Southwest. So first thing, closed mouths don't get fed. You got to talk to people because yeah. whatever you need, whatever resource you need to get moving, somebody has that resource. It's out here. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. Talk. Second part is once I get down there, I'll never forget this. You remember when Atomic Blonde came out when Shalice Theron came to uh -huh. the screen South by Southwest? Yeah. Originally, I wanted to go to that to get a preview, to write a movie review on it, right? The lines were around the block. Like, there was no way of getting, I think it's the Paramount. There's no way I was going to get in there. So I started looking for other events to, to go to. And I see there's a film roundtable happening right across the street. At, I think it's not the Driscoll, but right next to the Paramount, there's another hotel restaurant there with valet parking. I don't remember what it's called. Top floor, they have this event. It's a table. I go in there. Man, it is a producer's roundtable. So they've got three tables. Each table has seven guests. That's it. This room is basically empty. Each table has seven guests. You're sitting with the producer. So the, the gentleman, one of the producers, East Slows High, that was crazy on Hulu, was there in one of the tables. You sit down at that table for 30 minutes, and you get to pick their brain or whatever. Mind you, the first thing you do when you sit at the table is you introduce yourself. So that means there are seven other filmmakers and six other filmmakers and then an actual producer. So the guy, all these filmmakers want to get your hands on, is sitting at the top of the table, a successful one. And you have to pitch, pass your business cards, and then you get to ask these questions. And I'm sitting in this room. And there was one from who did some stuff with HBO. Like it was three different tables and they're all successful individuals. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, we have how many filmmakers in Austin, Texas? This event, if I'm not mistaken, was either cheap or free. I'm like, there's nobody here. And I can guarantee there's at least 20, 30 filmmakers watching Charlize Theron do her, her, male version of a James Bond, which was a great, awesome movie, but it was going to be coming out in theaters later. So would you rather go there and maybe glimpse Charlize Theron from 200 feet, or as a filmmaker moving your career forward, 
go sit in this room with these producers who are giving you producer game and maybe make a connect. Those are tough decisions. <laughs> well, no, nah, it, it's about how serious you are. No, nah, listen, um, the, the funny thing about networking, man, is you're, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. You know, and, 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 you know, it, it's hard sometimes because I went to Fantastic Fest one year, man, and uh, I'll never tell you this. And I, I got a producer's badge. I, I had a feature film underneath my belt. And, bro, nobody would talk to me, man. I, 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 tried, to, I tried to go into it and mingle. Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? You know, this. And they would just, like, look at me like, what? What? And it's kind of, like, turned their back on me. All, all the people there were because I, I went – I was trying to talk to A24. They were like, who the fuck are you, you know? I, I went to talk to Netflix. It was like, nah, they weren't even trying to hear me. Like, I, if I didn't know them. So, so it's like, you know, I, I, I think you're 100% right. And, and, and I think you – only thing I will add to that is you just got to be you got to be courageous, man. You know you got to be courageous, and, and 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 not not be discouraged when it doesn't work out the first time. You know because got keep going. Exactly. I think a part I think a part of all of this the story that you just mentioned, Eric, is one of the reasons why we started the uh, uh, the uh, Action Fest. We're making our own opportunities, and and it'd be even better. We're going to know that we're getting it good when they come to us. When they come to us, we don't apologize for any of that crap. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, and I get it. These people get inundated with, yeah. with, with requests and everybody's wanting something from them. So it, I can understand that generates a certain way of being. Um, and they're probably not meaning to be rude or disrespectful. But I mean, I still remember, but they're probably not meaning to be rude or disrespectful. But at the same time, it's like, the thing I'm taking away from a lot of that is that we are always looking for someone to give us an opportunity. And what I started to realize being here is that there's a ton of opportunity in front of us. Like there's always an angle to run. And that, that, that event really showed me, I was like, hey man, this is what everybody's asking for. But when they had a choice of doing what was gonna move your career forward, or what was entertaining, flashy, and looked good, people were because I had because I know a lot of filmmaker friends. I know people who go to South by Southwest. I didn't even know about the educational part of the film side until I started really looking through to find things that were useful to me as a filmmaker. So we can only complain so much about opportunities that are not thrown directly to us or not given to us or whatever, when the ones that are already there, we're not even maxing those out yet. We got to max those out yet. You know what I mean? Uh, you're 100% right, you know? And and the one, the, one, the one thing about LA, like whenever I go to LA, it's something I always see, man. I I see, I, I see people that are, um, you, you can go to LA and get lost, man. Like, like I, I call, I call them, I call them uh, surfer dudes, man. It's like you go out there and, you know, they take their time with everything. They, they, they may read it, they may not read it, but there's no real sense of urgency or rush or anything they do. Gotcha. And, um, and you know, and and you can get lost and distracted, but you got to have like mission focus, you know, yeah. and everything you do. And, and you're right, you know, understand like why am I here to be a fan or or, or break into the business, you know. And, yeah, and that's a good point. I don't think a lot of people see, I guess in the circles that I was running into uh, a lot of times, a lot of people couldn't separate 
or they didn't see opportunity because they, they were so stuck in the creation, the artistic side of things mm -hmm. and not seeing their creations as a potential for business. And they need to, in this space, you have to marry the two or you just do not, you know, um, go. So actors are really bad about it here. In <laughs> really, really bad about it. And so then, you know, there's so much independent film here and, and being in, in what we've seen so often, Keisha and I, you know, especially, you know, interacting, especially a lot. Um, there's a lot of conversations, but not knowing what to do after you create the movie or yeah. create the script and not taking those steps and just a lot of conversations, but really no momentum a lot of times. So. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, the first film I ever invested in was a short film. It won like 20 something awards. And then um, about like two, two, three months ago, the, 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 there was a woman who directed it. She calls me up. And, and at the time, she was like a god. And I was like, oh, my God, she made this great film. I went and screened it, you know, in AFI in L.A. I'm like, wow, this, this chick's going to go somewhere. And then, you know, fast forward three years later, you know, she calls me up and, and she wants to talk to me about distribution. And, and, and I'm thinking, you know, you've been in the business for like 30 years, you know, like, like. What are you talking about? You should be teaching me about this. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. Like, like, <laughs> like you have trouble. I'm pretty sure you know somebody, or, or you mingle with somebody, or you ran into somebody like accidentally, you know, to kind of line this up for you. But she's like, nah. And she's she's jaded. She's pissed. She says the whole system's rigged. You know, us independent people can't make money. I'm like, I know a lot of people making money on films. You know, and and <laughs> so you know, um, I'll give you an example. This film Warfighter, we um we did the. Um, and the film was like a sixty, seventy thousand dollar budget. That film sold like like close to a quarter million dollars, and and, and so like I'm like easy. I'm easy money. I mean, and, and I'm like you know a lot of people do make money, but but you're right. Some people just don't know how to do it and, and how to position themselves. I I think that to be a micro budget filmmaker under two hundred and fifty k, you have to be very deliberate in how you negotiate your contracts and be very real about what it is, you know? So a lot of people don't really understand that. And, and if you don't do that, you won't make any money on your film. Because like people are gonna hit you with like marketing fees, distribution fees, you know, all kinds of fees. And then, you know, commissions and stuff like that. You'll, you'll be negative $82,000 before you even like you know, make your first dollar, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, so it's like, you know, you, you definitely gotta understand, you know, a, a little bit of how that biz works. Yeah, that we did. That's one of the things that I mean. I'm be really honest with you. We talked to Alex about this earlier. Is that Ballistic Blade was not the best at fight choreography and stunt stuff. I was like, I learned a lot of that stuff from local stunt guys and fight choreographers. Um, my own style to it, but like I learned from people that are local. Um, but we understood some marketing things that some comp um, our competition didn't understand. And so that's where really awesome action fest was born out of that, out of the, like there's some technical business side that we haven't had a chance to really learn some of us. Cause a lot of us are independent filmmakers didn't get to go to school. So we just knew we wanted to make movies, right? We thought I want to make this kind of movie. I want to make another Indiana Jones, but no one taught you like how did Indiana Jones get financed? How did Indiana Jones get distributed? How do you even have the, the capability of doing any of that? 
do you want to get with some REI type individuals before you start shooting to have them donate some clothing or money because you're going to promote their backpacks and their hiking pants throughout the entire process? Like, there's a lot of things like that that we just don't know anything about. And so hopefully over the next couple of years, uh, independent filmmakers will become more savvy and understand that this is an entrepreneurial venture. And everybody we talk to who's been successful, um, yeah, they may have had some Hollywood style success, but they didn't start that way. And they weren't waiting for those people to pick them up to make them successful. And so unless you have those sorts of connections, you gotta figure out how to do a lot of this stuff on your own. You need to make some alliances with people who are better than you at certain sections that you can trust. There's just ways to do that that are better than others. No, I know what I know what Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Hutchins, she's a producer distributor. Uh, she gives advice on, on that. She's one of her panelists. She was saying that the first thing that filmmaker, filmmakers, the first mistake filmmakers make is not figuring out distribution before you even put pen to paper or whatever else, before you do anything, have talks as far as uh, getting distributed and that kind of thing. My only question is that, do, how do you st establish those relationships before even going there, right? Well, that's good. There, there's um, different, different tiers, you know, of, you know, distribution. I mean, because right now, I'll give you an example. You always got to have one distribution buddy. You know, uh, that's what I say. A guy or a gal that you know you can call that give you some sales estimates, that give you a good a general idea, you know, where you're going to be. They can help you sell a couple of territories and stuff like that, you know, and, and ain't going to, like, you know, rape and rob you, you know. So you always got to have a, a person like that uh, in your back pocket somewhere. So it's all you know no matter what you can distribute your film. And then everything else after that becomes opportunity, you know, like your festival, someone sees it, they want to make an offer to you and things like that, you know. So I, th I think when you get up to higher in budget ranges, you know, you can't do a film without having distribution because investors at that range need to know that you have a, a solid sales company that has some kind of forecast and bankable estimates that, 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 that are going to, you know, in their minds, their, their exposure. So how easier, unless you get like what they call dumb money and they don't figure that, you know, they don't know to ask that and, and they get all caught up in the, the whole Hollywood thing to where they just go along with the ride, you know, mm. and stuff. But anyone that's smart on it has made one or two films is gonna, gonna, gonna pretty much, you know, challenge you to, to make sure that you have this in place, you know? Right. And, 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 and like to go back what Ben said, I think a lot of people just don't build those relationships to where they got a person in their back pocket say, listen, you know, guy, you know, I, I need a solid, you know, I need you to do this for me and stuff and then have someone ready to, to, to do that for you. And that's the game, I think, with every, every aspect of, especially independent filmmaking. Like, one thing, people forget the benefits. So one thing, I was complaining about the money, right, when I was here. I did a stint out in L.A. When I got to L.A., it was money all around. But I was complaining about the fact I didn't have my cast, my people I trust, my quiches, my Daniels, my chills, Eric's. I didn't have those people when I was in LA. So I'm having to rely on people who I don't have a real relationship with to try to get stuff done. 
have no track record with these people. They don't owe me anything. They may or may not show up to a, whatever we're doing. So then I realized, I was, you know what, no matter where you are, there's going to be something that is not optimal or ideal. And I, I remember a friend of mine, military, and he was like, yeah, he was going to get out of the military. He said, yeah, but one thing his sergeant told him was, it, until you get out of the military, you need to act like you plan to retire in the military. So like, while you're here in this space, you smash it. Like you go all out, you be a hula hoop, you know, high speed, low drag, you know, the best piece of gear they can get their hands on. So, because you may, you, what if you change your mind? And so if you start loafing, you know what I mean? You don't even take full advantage of your current environment. And so when I was in California, I was missing Texas. Because I remember when I could be like, hey, man, I got to shoot this scene. I need two actors to do whatever. Uh, let me throw it on Facebook and see who's available. And I'd get 10 responses. Right? So now when I came back to Texas, I was so thankful. And I was like, man, everybody keeps saying they want to go to this other place. They want to go to Atlanta. They want to go to this place, that place. I'm like, remember, when you get there, you don't got the same connections that you have here. You are not the same person here, there as you might be in Texas. You might be a big deal here. You're not a big deal there. So while you're here, take all the advantage. While you're in whatever small town you're in, take all the advantage, shoot all the stuff that makes sense to shoot in that place. You know, if you live in a city, because trust me, you're going to move to some place that doesn't have that same city look or feel, and you're going to be mad that you can't shoot that movie without going to some, you know, going to some city and spending all kinds of money to be in that location. So we just got to remember wherever we are, there, there are advantages to it. And we can't wait and get ready to get ready. And then while we, you know, we just miss opportunities left and right when we do that. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point too. You know, um, I think I, I, I like this area to be honest with you, man. You know, me, I, I think I see a whole bunch of opportunity with people, with resources, with, um, you know, just being able to negotiate, you know, various things that kind of bring value. I mean, cause even in this film we just shot, the warehouse, you know, I rented that warehouse for a couple of grand for, for, um, for, for a whole, for a whole month, you know, I mean, <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, shit, you know, I, like what, you know, and I can build this up and I can do this, you know, and it's like, you know, somewhere else, it probably would have cost me double, you know, maybe triple, you know, and, 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 and maybe, you know, so it's like, I, I definitely think it's value. And the, the, the only hard part is here, because it's not as like a committed of a film town as you see like a Georgia, uh, a Georgia or, or a California mm -hmm. is that people, you find people that are on the come up skill wise too. So you got to find people that, that are, you know, getting better, but are still able to perform at a level that's going to bring value to what you're doing. Yes. And, 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 and that's, the, that's the only real challenge here is that they got hungry people. But then, like you say, there's some people um, that, that are, aren't, aren't hungry enough or hungry in a way that, that that doesn't really help you you know yeah they're hungry but while they're on set with you they're working on their script instead of thinking about how you how they can help you make the next scene better you know or or, or something you know so it's like that's the only thing I've, I've i've noticed about you know working out here you know and You're stuff right. in terms of like you know it's different level of commit different levels of commitment and the skill set in cali i mean i'm not gonna lie man i went from here doing stuff here and i'm like i'm pretty good 
you get to California and you're like, these people were training every single day. They have multiple teachers. You might do two different classes per day. This is just, just the stunt side. I'm like, like I, that, wow. You know what I mean? Because they're full time. So they're, this is how they eat. And they know if they don't work, they're not making rent that day or whatever. And so these people are 100% committed. Whereas here, you end up with a lot of people who, you know, there are some people who can't make a living yet, so they got like three, four jobs, and it's a whole lot, which means they can't be as dedicated to the craft necessarily as they might want to be. Um, so yeah, it, there is a difference. And that's one thing I tell people when they talk about leaving. I mean, you wanna go to one of these big markets, be a big deal where you are first. Because when you get out there, those people are gonna be on a different level than you. Like, you need to go, go visit and just scout your competition. It's going to be the – these cities right. have most talented, most beautiful – like, I remember working one project, and the dude – the dude was a camera guy. I'm like, the camera guys are yoked up and pretty? Why? Why? Just kick – he was ready. Like, at any moment in time, they could have called him in to be a lead in there. <laughs> I will never forget that day. It was my first day doing it. It happened. <laughs> I'm just like, man, this is not really fair. You can't be the camera guy and be yoked up and have good hair. That's not. That's not fair to the rest of us. Let it. Let us have one thing, right? So I mean, people just got to be prepared for that. Like your competition is way more stiff when you get to these professional areas. So. But I was going to say, Ben, I think it is possible to to go somewhere and start up new, but it. it what it make what it reminds me of is what Alex said, you know, be nice to people. Just be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Whenever yeah. you go to new places, and I'm not saying anything per personally about you or anybody else, but just wherever you whenever you go somewhere, nice you know jerk. people. You know what I'm saying? And also be willing to help people. Hey, I'll come and work on your stuff. Come and help me. That, Let's that's all. A hundred percent it. Who you know? Yeah. Would you? hundred percent it right there. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right, Daniel. I mean, uh, Keisha. I'm Keisha. That's not, yeah. <laughs> Keisha. Daniel's always on my mind. I'm sorry. It's because you're Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And Cindy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna say nothing. <laughs> just, just throwing <laughs> that in there too. I, I, I'm good. That was a good one. Cheers. I'm <laughs> bad. <laughs> Mm. I almost want to save this for the day of the interview, but I'm just like itching to ask you, Eric. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should save it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Um, you got more to throw out on the, on the day. We'll, we'll get into get into things. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let let's not get too much too deep. I mean, we had a lot of stuff today, but let's not get too deep. Let's save them something to watch uh, on the day of. I do have a question for him, Matt. How did your place where we had uh, go? How does it? I didn't get to come. We had an emergency here outside. I had a guy uh -huh. outside my house doing mm -hmm. something that he wasn't supposed to be doing. I'm in his car and he was busted by my niece and my kids were freaking oh. out. And oh. so the police, anyway, this is not a good situation. So I had to take care of my babies anyway. So I missed your thing. Uh, no worries, Matt. Well, as long as you, you, found, you found another thing though, 
No, 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 found okay. another thing? That, that, yeah, no. <laughs> that wasn't, no, not really. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, I mean, nah, I'll come back at you. I know, I know. I got to keep you in your toes here, all right? Oh, my. No, it, it went really well. I, I, it was my first time seeing it on the, on the big screen. So, like, the D, it had a couple technical issues, like, like three, three technical issues that I noticed that, like, damn, you know, we have, we're fixing right now. But overall, it was really well. I, I think that, um, you know, my color grade was great. I think the performances were great. I thought, I thought my fight sequence, thank you, Ben, was great. Um, and it was, it was really believable. And, um, and my score, I love my score, you know. So, it's like, yeah. I've I've gotten great feedback. Um, with one of the producers, um, the the guy who produced Oblivion and and, and uh, Hercules, uh, Barry Levine, he watched it and gave me some good some kudos and stuff like that too. You know, and, and he thought it was good and thought it was a beautiful film and and stuff. And you know, and they're looking to to have some um, uh, some of their friends you know help out with distro and things like that you oh, know so awesome. we'll, we'll see how that works out but 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 overall you know i was happy with it the one thing i realized though about you know being a filmmaker is that uh um so it was a different different moments you know you learn different things at different different points i guess and um a lot of my friends reached out to me you know my filmmaking buddies and stuff like that they wanted to see my film it like like really harassed me for it man and i'm like dude i'm i'm, I'm still working on it and if they call me like every day, like, Eric, can I see your film yet? Come on, man, I'm never gonna see it, you know? And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about, man? I'm never gonna see it. I'm, I'm still working on it, man, for Christ's sakes, you know? And, and, and call me every day, man. And then the funny thing is, um, there, were, there were some filmmaker, uh, some filmmaker buddies of mine that, 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 that thought it was great, they loved it. Others that did not understand anything I was, I was, I was going for or doing. And, and so it's like, you know, something else I, I think that, uh, it's, it's something you got to prepare yourself for is, you know, you tell the story you want to tell, do what you want to do. And, and some people ain't going to get it, man. <laughs> so it was a little bit of that, mm -hmm. but, 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 I, but uh, for the most part, you know, I, I think that um, it was great. And my mom came down too, which was really good. And, and, you know, she got a chance to see it and stuff like that and, and, and uh, be a part of that. So that was cool. You know, so like, yeah, well, it was good. It was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's probably a better a better scene than my house. So yeah. So. <laughs> uh, well, I, your house might your house might be safer out here in today's world. I, I was surprised uh, a lot of people showed up. Like originally, I thought it was like thirty people going to show up, but it we ended up somewhere around 60, 60 people showed oh, up. Wow, you know? that's a good turnout. Yeah, yeah. We we had two theaters, you know, so we were able to mix it up and 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 really divide people up so that you know um if People were, were spread out and didn't have to kind of be right, right, right up next to each other. So I, it was good. That's awesome. Well, on that note, like I said, we don't want to run it too long, but thank you so much, Eric, for stopping in with this, this tech rehearsal situation we've been doing today. And um, absolutely. Have some fun on as well. Absolutely. Thank, thank you all. And nice checking in with you. Nice break for the day. And I hope you all stay safe. And, and I look forward to. To, to you know working on this uh <clears throat> this virtual fest with you guys hey eric i just want to tell you too that your responses never came through i'm sorry i don't know what's going on but and we never got them so oh, okay it so like ben kind of have been don't laugh 
It sounds like Ben kind of has down where he's going to take things. So I'll just get like your t-shirt information from you. I'll, I'll send something to you um, when we get finished with this, if that's okay. Okay, no worries. Yeah, for some reason, like when I finished all my answers, I had to hit the submit button like three or four times before I finally took it. So I yeah. kind of figured it wasn't feeling, it wasn't feeling right. Yeah, and nothing ever came through. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no problem. Thanks, Eric. No problem. No problem at all. Take care. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Austin Action Fest podcast.